Hello, everyone. I'm Chris White. And I'm Stevens Brown. And we are from Tap Pest Control Installation. And again, thank you for downloading our podcast. Uh, we're glad you took some time to listen to us today. Yeah, absolutely. So this week we we got a cool topic, but it's it's more or less for the owners, the the PMP management out there, and that is how can we do tap all year long? Yeah, so I mean tap tap works all year long, and it's kind of funny, you know. I when I first got into this business, I you know into the insulation business fifteen years ago. Um, I'm I live up here in the Northeast, and so. We think insulation in the busy season tends to be in the winter because yeah, that's where we want to hold the heat in the house. Yep. However, it's it's kind of a different story down south, right? Yeah, I know yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we we think about oh, insulation is going to save you know it's going to keep our house cooler because it's so hot down here in the summer. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's but it works all year round for the same reason. So yep. we're we're trying to hold the the warm air in you're trying to hold the cool air in, but yet it works like that all year all year long. So there's a definite benefit to uh to having you know to have offering the the service all year long and um really teaching customers about the fact that not only you know in the northeast is it going to save you on your heating bill but it'll also keep your house cooler i know i have a very old home i think i've mentioned that a few times on this podcast i, <laughs> I live in almost a 300 year old home up here so there's not a you know i did insulate the attic with tap and it's it's done an amazing job, and yes, I have a Hatchmaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you, I'm glad you threw that in there. <laughs> but it, it has done a great job holding it in. In fact, one of the things I love to do is, especially in the in the spring and in the fall, we have very cool evenings, and then it warms up during the day. Now it's not yeah. 100, 120 like it is down there uh, where <laughs> you live, Stevens, but yeah. it it you know it gets way up into the seventies. And <laughs> sounds like the perfect place to live, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm kidding. It does get warmer up here, but what I like to do is uh, keep the window open at night, get the cool air in and then close the windows, uh, you know, in the, sometime later morning and then just hold the cool air in most of the day. And that saves on me having to, you know, pay the, you know, have the cooling bill going with, uh, you know, air conditioning during the day. So yeah. uh, it, it, it works out great. You know, and it, it reminds me of insulating over a garage, right? Oh yeah. That's, that's a good little topic for its own discussion is insulating over garage. That's, that's something we get a lot of questions about. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you my thoughts towards it. And then I'd like to hear yours. So, People call in all the time. They're asking, hey, you know, I'm debating whether I should do the garage or not, right? And typically, as you know, as of late, most people are, are choosing not to. But I would encourage you to do so. Why? Because to me, if you ever, you know, utilize that space or work out there or do jobs, <laughs> I like a garage that's a little more comfortable than not, right? And then the other thing that so many people often overlook is that Taps an EPA-registered pesticide, right? I want the maximum amount of pest protection I can throughout my house. So I chose to do mine, right? And I know it's something that you can you can use to, you know, build into that that price, that quoting thing. And it can be an option there for, for, for to, to, to play with, so to speak. But I'm a proponent of doing it. Exactly. I am too. I, I have always, um, any house I've lived in where I had a, a garage, uh, as part of the house, I would insulate over the top of it. I, I think the key thing that I had, it was uh, the house previous to the one I'm in now. Um, it was part of the house and we, I did insulate over the top of it. And I think one of the things that I, I, I liked, number, you know, of course, one was, was 
the garage was more comfortable. So on really yeah. hot days, I kind of got that benefit of the cooling from the house into the garage. So it made it easier to work out there. Uh, the winter stays a little bit warmer. Um, but I, I think the, the cool thing I, I noticed right away after insulating it was that the garage door opener sound. Yeah. You know, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> it actually yeah. muffled that sound right out. You, Coming in you super hear, late or leaving super early. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You could hear that vibration. And as it worked out, our, our bedroom was right near there, My our master bedroom. Um, it, it wasn't above it, of course, because the garage is separate, but it was uh, sort of next to it. And yeah. you could always hear it if somebody came in and, you know, the kids coming home. You know, later at night, they were older, they had jobs, you know, I'd be in bed, they'd, they'd hit the garage door to get in the house and you'd wake Dad, up. Come yeah. yeah. But after you, you insulate it, it, it muffled that sound and I, I didn't even notice anymore. So yeah, uh, that's, that's a big benefit. That is a huge point. I'm glad you mentioned that, but I want to, one other comment I want to make, you know, we're going back to talking about how tap works all year long. I, I can't stress this enough. I talk with so many owners, you know, or CFOs, whatever they're talking about launching tap program. They get excited and they said, Hey, you know, we really want to do this as a, as an alternative revenue stream in our dead season, so to speak. And that is true guys. It is, you it can absolutely help keep you afloat and keep some solid revenue coming in. You know, you don't have to release your guys, you know, you, you can keep more of your guys on when you've got these jobs sold or stack them for that side of the year. But I tell them, hey, you know, many, many times you're probably going to be able to sell this all year round a lot more than you think. And some will just want to launch. Maybe they just purchase a blower, you know, to, to, to do the insulation capping jobs. And they find out, wow, we can sell this full year round. You know, I'd rather go ahead and do the full launch. So exactly. And, and that's I often find that that people will start off that way. They start off as, all right, let's, we're going to offer this in the fall and the winter, you know, we'll make sure we're holding on to some key employees, make sure we get some revenue coming in. And then they realize, you know what, if we, if we dedicate some employees to this, we can do this all year. Yeah. And, and, and not only just reap the benefit, you know, in the, in the fall, winter, you know, time frame, but all year long. And, you know, that, that's kind of the way they, they grow that business. And oh, yeah. it's a, it's a great way to do it. You don't have to jump in, you know, with, with both feet and just start doing it all year. You could start off, you know, in that slower season, get a feel for it, get yep. it working, prove I, to yourself I, how it works. Yeah. And I never come back to the owners or the CFOs and say, Hey, I told you so, but you, <laughs> you know, I refrain from saying that, but it's interesting to see. And that is a pattern that I have seen over, you know, five, six years. Yeah. And you know, one of the things too, that we, we talk about is, um, you know, some, sometimes I talk about recurring revenue, you know, how do we, you know, we're, we're going to insulate somebody's attic this winter. What do we do next year? Yep. And, you know, oftentimes one of the things I like to, to do is a lot of people will, you know, we work off the U S department of energy and, um, and it's a good idea. We've always, you know, you and I Stevens have always trained people on, on offering multiple options. And, mm -hmm. you know, some people just can't afford to put in, you know, the optimal or what they, even, even the middle mid, mid grade and they opt for the, for the lower end. Yeah. Um, just to get something up there, which yep. is a, which is a good idea. Um, but why not, you know, offer, Hey, we'll come back in another year and add another 
five or six inches. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I think those programs are becoming more popular. I think, I think PMPs are learning that, you know, that their, their homeowners say, Hey, you know, I'd love to do this, but I, I just can't right now. Well, Hey, on that REI the next year or, or even two years out, Hey, bring that back up to them and say, Hey, guess what? You know, you went with the, the four to six inch cap now, but Hey, you know, I know you originally wanted to go with the 12, you know, is it time to do that now? Right. Yeah. And then that way, you know, that's, it's not recurring every year, obviously you're, you maybe get a, you know, a two year benefit or maybe three year benefit, depending on how much you're putting in, but you do have a little bit of that recurring revenue. And of course we talked about a, a, a podcast where we had uh, talked about recurring revenues and so forth. So if you haven't yep. heard that one, look back, we do have a, a whole topic on that, but this is just another, another option for you. Yep. Another way to look at it. No doubt. Well, do you got yep. any other topics you want to move in? I know we had two questions that came in. Yeah. Let's, let's move on to the questions. What do we have this week? Okay. So Toby from Tennessee shot me an email and he said, Oh, this is, this is a very good one. Um, he said, what's the best material to use to dam around an HVAC system that's in the attic? Ah, the best material. Um, I don't know. I've kind of got my opinions. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you can use anything, right? Yeah. Anything that creates a wall. Um, you want to make sure you're 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 pushing or, or keeping all the insulation out of the, you know, the drip pan and that kind of thing. And so nothing's touching a heat producing appliance, which an HVAC yeah. is. Um, I personally, and I everyone knows I hate foam, but foam board, <laughs> yeah, I think is the easiest thing to work with in creating a dam. So. Yeah. Easy to drag um, up, easier to kind of yeah. make a make a cut with a you know a box cutter and just kind of fold it yeah. into your sizing that you need. I yeah, Toby, I think the the overwhelming goal there is just to, like Chris said, keep it away from the main harness and, and the drip pan. Um, but there's a number of ways to do that. You know, we've used CDX that's heavy that you got to cut and kind of lug up there. But I kind of agree with Chris. I think the easiest material is to just you know two inch foam board that you can cut with a box cutter. Um, that you can secure up there around the unit. That's that's generally what we see most often. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, you can pin it pretty yeah. easily, so you're not you know, all you're doing is keeping it away from there, and it's a very simple way to do it. And you know, the lightweight material makes it easy to get up into the attic, makes it easy to work with. Yeah, um, it is a little more expensive though. I mean, yeah. foam, foam board is expensive, so that you've got to work that in. I mean, you could use uh, cheaper materials. Um, I've seen people use metal, you know, just a little roll metals. Yep. Um, you may have to support it a little bit if you're adding quite a bit. So you have to, you know, uh, put something on there to support it so it doesn't roll, yep. roll over. But I mean, I've, I've uh, seen people use our, uh, our, uh, tap covers, they fold them out and then just, you know, they, yeah. they seal them together and then make a little border that way. So it's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Cardboard. I mean, different things can be, can be used as, but I, I think, you know, to answer your question, I, I like foam just because it's 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 rigid. It goes up quick. You can cut it easy. It's light um, to carry up there, too. <laughs> yeah. A little less, a little more expensive, but it's it makes, I think, a little bit easier. Awesome. Oh, well, it's Toby, good, good question. Um, let's see. We had the next one came in from Marcus in Michigan. And he said, have you ever heard of... I mean, I mean, this is confusing me. Have you ever heard of an electricity splitter where you can use a 240 socket and split to two 120 circuits? Yes, I have. Oh, man. <laughs> He's stumping me, Marcus. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they are available. Those are actually plugs that are available. You can get them at electrical supply stores. 
It does split a 240 uh, circuit off. So if you're plugging into a, um, you know, a washer outlet or something like that, you can split those off and it does split it down to two 120s. Um, not sure I would do that and, and dedicate uh, one of our blowers to a 240 because the, even though the amperage on that is probably a 30, um, you're, you're going to overload it. Yeah, that's my, with two two off of one. So you still need to go to two separate uh, circuits. You you don't want to plug into one. So if you've got a splitter and you're using it for one of the circuits, I think you'd be okay. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't use it to plug in both. I think I think that's probably why he's asking the question because I've gotten that yeah. before saying yeah. oh, I can just get this plug into one and then just put them both into there. But uh, you're going to overload that, and you're going to have an issue there. So uh, yeah. I would not do that. I would <laughs> I don't... use a separate circuit. But yeah, there are there are two forty uh, socket splitters where you can you can uh, put that in, break it off. So it would wouldn't make it my go to method, but it could be feasible to get yep. by for a bit. So oh, yeah. awesome. Well, Toby and Mac, yeah, Marcus, excuse me, Marcus. <laughs> thank you for your <laughs> questions. Uh, we'll get a tap gift pack on the way and out to you. And again, for the listeners out there, if you got a comment, question, concern, uh, podcast at tapinsulation.com. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So hey, let's move into the next portion, which is the uh herd in the field. <laughs> This is where we talk about real life stories that uh, you guys have sent in or that we've experienced. Um, and I'm at a loss. I don't have any stories this week, Stephen. Do you? No, I, I double checked. I double checked this morning, went through the email. And we did not have any that came in, but I'm willing to bet we've got something in the replacement. Uh, I've always got something in replacement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got a few for you today. Let's. Uh, how how many ants are needed to fill an apartment? Mm, I I don't know. Ten ants. <laughs> That's a good one. Harmless uh, and cheap. There you go. All right. What what is a wasp? Wasp, like as in, you know, mean stinging yeah. bee. What is a wasp's favorite singer? Uh, I don't know. I kind of gave it away. Sting. <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to connect dots and failed miserably. Hey, That's why don't one. why don't ant, ants get sick? Mm. They have a high. Uh, uh, they I have little. Know. They have little antibodies. <laughs> Jeez, I like the ant theme we got going on here recently. <laughs> um, how are mosquitoes like family? Mm, they all bite in the same area. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're annoying, but they carry your blood. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's the biggest type of moth? Mm. It's a mammoth. Ah, nice. And why did the bee get married? I hope it has to do something with honey. Because she found her honey. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> All right, that's enough for this week. I uh, I got to save some for next time. I think. Unless you Sorry. get some more stories in, send your stories into us. We really need them. Really, really, really bad. Podcast <laughs> at tapinsulation.com. Send it in. If we use it, we'll send you a little gift pack. And uh, I think that's going to do it for this week. 
Yep, that'll wrap this up. Thank you guys for the time. It was fun. Remember, keep the feet on those joists.